This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello. This is Danielle. And Hi, and I'm Jamie. And this is the, the Straight from the Net podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> We're coming to you live from the 302, and again, I always say live, I don't know why. It's actually not live at all for you guys when you hear it. I need to stop saying that. Well, we're live right now. <laughs> we're live right now. I we're know. live right now. Maybe one day we'll stream when everybody realizes what a national treasure we are, <laughs> and then we'll just live stream and, you know, we'll see everybody on, and it'll be like millions of people. Jamie is alive and still hungry, people. <laughs> yes, we, we probably should talk about Jamie for a minute. Wednesday is the day. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. And explain to anybody, if you are new um, listeners of ours, you can explain to our new listeners what that means. Oh, so I'm having the gastric sleeve on Wednesday, the 28th of August, which is probably about mm, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days before you'll actually hear this podcast. So by the time you hear it, I will be in recovery, still starving. <laughs> Actually, what uh, she says, I'm going to have my surgery, and I call it um, AKA Slutty Halloween as a go because she <laughs> hashtagged that on her Facebook account one day, and that's all I think about. It's so funny. Okay, so I'm a big girl, and there's a lot of big girls out there, and Halloween has always been a bitter time for me because yeah. you go out and you want to be like sexy and you go to these Halloween stores and they never have the sexy costumes in your size. Right. But if they do they're fucking ridiculous because basically it's like these Halloween stores go to sex stores and they're like, <laughs> Oh, look, that's kinda looks like little Bo Peep. Let's call it that and make it a Halloween costume. <laughs> like everything is like thigh highs and high heels and midriffs. And as a bigger girl it's very hard to find something sexy like that so I've managed a couple years like I've done Marilyn Monroe and I've done sexy little yeah, red riding yeah. hood I'm glad you're bringing this up though I'm glad things like are. that but I have to be <laughs> I had to be funny about it because nobody would look at me and be like oh my god she's so sexy as little red riding hood right but it was sexy little red riding hood because my basket full of goodies was like freaking edible condoms and <laughs> sex stuff and like bullets so <laughs> So when you're throwing condoms and candy at people, they seem to have a good time with it. And they're like, you're hot, little red. And you're like, I know. <laughs> Here's a bullet and a, an edible condom. This one's cherry It'll probably flavored. give your girlfriend a, a yeast infection. It but. will probably give your girlfriend a yeast infection. And it probably tastes like Robitussin. <laughs> but it is what it is. Well, I'm glad that you brought it up because one of the stories that I saw when we were online. <laughs> online, when we were online. I'm always online was from the Daily Star, and it was from August 21st, and the headline is, Bloke Sex Doll Discovery Sparks Major Police Response. So he's... Bloke, this must be from the UK. Clearly, the bloke. Oh, I totally have something to go after this. So a man found a sex doll in a bin, and over here, we call it trash, and tried to take it home, and it caused a panic. Oh, no, it was in Kansas City, so they were talking about it. They talked about it overseas, but it was actually here. So, go oh, ahead. Alabama. <laughs> of course, it's Alabama. So, I know. So, several people witnessed what they thought might have been a sexual assault <laughs> or an attempt, attempted abduction and called 911, saying that the man was carrying around a topless, unconscious woman. So, Kansas City police <laughs> detailed exactly what happened in a social media post oh that they wryly entitled 
And here is today's episode of Not What We Expected Going Into That. So, we salute you today, <laughs> Kansas City Police. <laughs> I should have asked my brother, so, because he's a police officer, what the hell they would have done with that situation. They so, like, I, I saw the movie Good Boys. Oh, I know. I recently, see that. And it was hysterical. And there's a part where she's like, let's use my dad and mom's CPR dummy. And this kid goes in to, like, kiss. They're trying to learn how to kiss. Right. Kiss the doll. And this kid pulls away. And he's like, why is there hair in her mouth? Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but that's what that reminded me of. But meanwhile, we're, we're on, like, crazy things that happen. Oh my god, well wait, look. So, caller said he looked like he wanted to throw her over a bridge, dropped her on the sidewalk, then dragged her her head over a curb. He slung her over his shoulder and appeared to be trying to dress her. One said he was yelling, Savior! While holding the woman on 12th Street, just east of the 12th Street Bridge. Multiple officers responded quickly. They found the man, and what they encountered was totally unexpected. And they have a picture of him. It looks like he's trying to make her give him a a blowjob. Oh my god! Like it's so terrible. I have to post it. I'm gonna post it with this. Oh, he's I trying remember. to dress her. Yeah, but it, the way that the picture looks, it looks like he's got her like down and he's like jamming her head over him or something. Like, oh, could my you god. fucking imagine? Oh my god! The woman was an actually a life size female doll. That this is like the most poorly written fucking article ever. By the way, that he found her in a dumpster of a restaurant at 16th and Broadway. So anyway. Oh, wait, the call notes of the incident state, he was told not to carry it around in public anymore, which we feel is excellent advice. It, it, it probably <laughs> is. So, I'm so glad I got to read that. Speaking of sexy things. Okay. So there was a strip club in Ohio called Snarky's, <laughs> also known as Snarky's Bar. This is from uh, Rare.us. <coughs> Rare.us, maybe? Uh, It was from February 27th, 2019, and the headline reads, Strip Club Closed After Food Stamps Accepted for Lap Dance and Drugs. Oh, yes. I do remember seeing that one. So, apparently, the strip club... (laughs) (laughs) Is it in Chicago or something? No, it's in Ohio. Oh, that's right. You did just say Ohio. Jesus Christmas. I must have blanked out. So, it took them... they, They investigated this for five months. How did it take that long? Ohio undercover agents used $2,400 in food stamps to buy dances, along with a variety of drugs, including cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl. No kidding. According to reports, though, the Ohio investigative unit began the investigation into into 2250 Inc. I guess that's like their LLC or whatever it is. Right. Also known as Sharky's Bar. Wow, Sharky. Staying classy. So... They were accepting food stamps for for drugs and lap dances. dances. You know what? And first of all, it looks like they took a 7-Eleven and made it into a strip club. Oh my God, it does look like a 7-Eleven. For anybody who doesn't know what a 7-Eleven is, it's it's kind of like your convenience store. They're, um, so they're like a chain. So they're like... Um, like a Wawa, Royal Farms. I think 7-Elevens are everywhere. It's not like... Like they are have, everywhere? We have Royal Farms and Wawa, and then... Not go, everybody has Wawa. Right, and yeah. then you go a little further, and it's yeah. like Sheets, and then a little further than that, it's it's Circle K. Right. So, I th- but I think 7-Elevens are pretty much... They're all over like that? All over. I mean, oh my god. You, it does actually look like it. It looks like they did like just make a 7-Eleven into a strip club. 
I mean, could you imagine? Yeah, here's my how my card. do you do that? Like, there, you have an EBT card. It's not like back in the day when you got like the actual food stamps. You have an EBT card, right? Like, where do you swipe that? They must. Here goes my dog. Licking. She's got to be right near us, licking herself to death. Nobody death hears dog. that but you. You're, you don't hear that? No, you are crazy. I am. I am a little psycho. Right. So I'm like, all I can hear is her licking. It drives me nuts. She is but fine. Maybe they. That's how they got them because they're swiper inside. Swiper no swiping. Yeah. <laughs> swiper no swiping. Oh my god! Yeah. There's gonna be a live version of Dora the Explorer, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little excited out, about think, it. Isn't it? Is it is out? out? I think it's out. Already. Oh my god! I might have to see it, which is ridiculous because. <laughs> Katie was a Dora girl. If you have kids that are around 20, that yeah. was that was their shit. It was Dora the Explorer and Go Diego Go. And right. I used to think it was like the best show ever because it taught you Spanish. It is. But now there's a whole live action movie and I'm kind of excited about it. And I said to my daughter, I said, Katie, do you want to go see Dora the Explorer? And she's like, um, possibly. <laughs> but Come on, let's relive this. But I see the little flicker in her eye. and I'm, Yeah. So I waited for her to be asleep, and then I got like, in her ear, flip. and I was like, backpack, backpack. <laughs> <laughs> the map, where's the map? Where are we going? The map. On the map, the map. on the map, on the map, on the map, on the map. <laughs> That's enough of that. We probably need to get a little bit of a life. Speaking of people getting lost, I got one. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I wanted to say, um... The Dark Crystal's coming back out on Netflix this week on the oh. 30th. Oh, I know. I know. That's going to be great for you to watch, so we're going to have to talk about Can we talk about Beverly Hills now, please? I still haven't got to watch. What the actual like, fuckerson? Okay, we can talk about it. Let's talk about, like, the first episode. Just a couple of them, then we'll get back to some shit. Episode and a half, because cause that's cool. how far I got. An episode and a half. Look, bitch, I've been busy and hungry. <laughs> bitch, I've been busy and hungry. Okay, I'm going to just say it. The first episode sucked. Serious ball sack. It was so bad. I liked it. Uh, it was so bad. Writing was bad. Acting was contrived. I just thought it was absolute shit on a shingle. And Beth was like, I'm going to give it another chance. I'm like, okay. And you were like, give it a minute, bitch. Like, I'm like, okay, I will. Because, I mean, God forbid I have, like, an opinion about 90210. I wasn't the only one. Everybody was like, that was I, absolute shit. I saw shit. it. It was very mixed opinions. It was but, a shit show. But I was like, you know what? It wasn't a terrible pilot. It got better, though. It, and it, it, it was by very the second rushed. episode, I was very into it. But, you know, I have to get... I had to keep stopping and doing revisions and, <laughs> and then, you know, with Paco being home now. Yeah, because he wasn't feeling very well this he, week, He wasn't Paco. feeling very well. Yeah. It wasn't, like, the time for me to sit down and watch 90210. Right. So, I haven't really got a chance to watch it, but by the second episode, like, it was really good and I got about halfway through it. It wasn't bad, and yeah. I mean, as long as it's not all about Tori Spelling, which I feel like she's, like, the main character. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, isn't it her thing? It or might. Or just the actual It might be her. Show. She might be trying to step into her daddy's footsteps. Yeah. And, um, and do some producing. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> but I, I'm not a fan of Tori Spelling's acting. But I never have been, even back right. in the day when she played the original Donna. Right. But I, I'm still, I still don't feel like it's, it's home because well, it's there's no Luke Perry. Yeah. And Shannon Dowdery, another one that can't fucking act. And she never could act either. And I can't stand her. Well, I, you know what? I don't think a lot of people could stand her. And I wonder now that she's, you know, a breast cancer survivor and, you know, she kind of faced that whole thing. 
if she was like, look, dude, I need to get my fucking shit together. People fucking hate my guts. You know, because she was on Charm, too, and then she left Charm. Because she was a diva. Yeah, she was a but total But do you dick. see at the beginning how they're all dressed a certain way, and then she's dressed like that? Like, she's... No, but you know what? You know what it is? I've been getting up at, like, 5.30 in the morning, and somehow Charmed is on. I don't know how that happens. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll put it on my Netflix, like, I'll watch this one day. So, like, I watched a couple of them, and I'm like, they're kind of interesting, but it's already with, um... The new Rose McGowan. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the episodes with her in it. But then I was like, I got it right on the episode after she died. I guess the source killed her or some shit. Yeah. And it was, that's the first episode I've ever seen of Charmed. And it's so funny. I'm like, this is so really? 90s. Really? Because Charmed, Charmed was good. Like, I feel like you yeah. should take it back to the beginning with Charmed. I, I will. That's why it's on my Netflix. It's on my list. But so I'm in the middle they of have watching the new, other stuff. they have the old Charmed with Shandori. Right. And then they have the new Charmed. Yes, which the is new also ones. very good. Like I like the new charm. A lot of people were crazy about it. I don't even think it's still on. I think it only made it a couple seasons. But um, I liked it. I thought it was not. I think it's cute. I yeah, think. but I don't know. I th- I think the verdict is in. I, you know what? I've even watched the next couple of episodes of Beverly Hills 92, and I'm just not into it. You're and just not gonna be able to do it. I don't think so. I don't know. And not like, that I think it's bad. I think it's just it's. I, I wish they didn't do it the way that they're doing it. I don't like the heightened versions of themselves. I don't care for that at all. You don't all. like the show within a show. The show within a show. No. And you know what else I don't like? I don't like fucking movies that do it. They're all from, like, the point of view where it's, like, you know, everything's, like, all camera. And I hate those kind of movies, too. So, I don't like either one of those. It's just my own personal opinion. But I watched it. The other day I watched it. And I really just kept scrolling through, like, Facebook and Instagram the whole time. Like, I didn't even watch any of it. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I don't. I don't hate it. Um, but I also don't, like, I'm the type of person that if I like a show, I'll find a way to watch it. Yeah. Like, I've watched Pose on Netflix. Um, Pose is about the transgender community Mm -hmm. in the 80s. Right. And it's this amazing show, and it talks about, you know, the beginnings of AIDS and the big, you know, act act up, you know, fight back, stand up against AIDS movement and it's these women that are being discriminated against and all this and it's a really great show it's got RuPaul in it okay um and I watched the first season of that and I realized that as soon as I was done with that the next minute when I was done work and I went downstairs that's the first thing I did because it's on regular tv the second season is is on regular tv oh okay so if I really like a show like, nothing's going to stop me from watching it. Right. Like, I will binge it. And I have no urge to, like, get all excited when 902, I'm like, oh, it's Wednesday, let me go and, you know, go down here and watch this. Right. I don't have that feeling about 90210. I don't either. I mean, I have it on there, but it's I just I used to have that me. feeling about 90210. Well, you know what? You brought up, like, um, you know, that pose and, like, AIDS and all that stuff. And it made me think about, like, back then, you know, AIDS was a death sentence and, like, you right? would die. And, I mean, I know it's like a total segue, but they just posted this thing uh, four days ago. It was on Fox 29 in Philadelphia. It was oh, an article. Oh, doing shit. Yeah. Not even knowing I'm segueing into things. I know. We're getting so good at this. We're segueing like motherfucking professionals. So, blood tests can predict if you'll die in the next 10 years. I don't want that blood test. I don't want that blood test either. Mm-mm. It creeps me the hell out. And they're like the groundbreaking test, which can estimate a person's risk of early death, was developed by a team in Germany. The breakthrough was made after taking blood samples from 44,168 people. 
and they analyze like 14 factors and all this i mean including like glucose control inflammation and circulating fat so that's like really crazy to me like i just don't and they said well if you think about it this way well they're saying the new test has predicted what does it say follow-up tests over the next two to 16 years found that more than 5,512 of the participants had died what the, the new shit? test had predicted their risk of death with 83 percent accuracy better than the 79 percent accuracy of current tests so they got you know a four percent boost but they said a lot of it's a marker of your current health right right and inflammation we know is bad circulating fat we know is bad and you definitely want to make sure you're controlling your sugar we know all those things are bad right. too I mean, but then again, it's like, you know, you see all these people and they live like kumbaya and they live off the fucking land and everything's organic and, you know, and then they die anyway. They die of like some weird thing. They're like, I have fucking lung cancer and I fucking just died. So I'm like, my I'm going to fucking eat the goddamn hot dog. I feel like my great grandmother died of lung cancer. She never touched a fucking cigarette in her life. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's very odd. Like, I can't remember the woman's name right now in my head, but she was like somebody I really, really liked and she died of it too. And she always called it not disease, but it was dis-ease you know she's one of those people like very spiritual people like there's dis-ease in your body blah 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 then she fucking ended up dying of cancer of lung cancer and she never smoked a cigarette in her entire life so i'm just thinking so now they have this thing and they're like they realize that it freaks people out no i don't want to know that i only have x amount of years left to live i don't want to know that and but they're like well don't look at it that way look at it as your life's a shit show and, and you need to get you, it together. If you don't get and it you together, probably you're die. going to die. Yeah, and if you don't, you probably will die. So that's how they're trying to spin that a little bit. But I don't know. I just think, I don't know. I don't know, girl. I don't know. Do you got something for us, though? So, I'm, like, freaked of, out by this completely. Speaking of, your life is a shit show, and you should probably get it together. <laughs> but we're not talking about me. Let's talk about someone else. No, so here, here in Delaware, <laughs> here in Delaware, we have the Brandywine River. And... People go tubing down the Brandywine River. My my sister went last week. Um, I used to go every year for my cousin Rachel's birthday. Tubing down the Brandywine is a right. thing. The thing about the Brandywine, though, is it's not very, it's not very wide. Okay. I mean, it is at some points, but it's not very deep either. All right. So, <laughs> they tell you when you start the the thing. It's it's a thing like they you go tubing and they give you a map and they're like, here you go. Okay. And they give you time limits. Like, the, the smaller part of the river, if you start at this point and you do it, it's like two and a half hours. Okay. But the long one, it's six hours. Oh, shit. So these fools, this is from <laughs> Delaware. <laughs> these fools. 11 people were rescued from Brandywine after they got stranded while tubing. Oh, yeah. First of all, how do you get stranded when you know you have cell phones? And the shore is right there. It's not like you can't call a fucking Uber. It's not like you're going through wooded areas and things like that. Did they say how they got stuck? So it says, 11 people were stranded on the rocks when they were tubing on Brandywine River in Chester County, Pennsylvania. Oh, so they were up that far. Um, they cruised right past where you're supposed to get off. Like, they were really going down the Oh, so maybe they really were stuck. I don't know. So they call 911. <laughs> You're like, I don't know, still idiots. It's, it's, still, it's still dumb. It's still like, stupid. Why start a six-hour fucking tubing expedition, yeah. expedition when you know it's going to be dark by the time you're done? Right, exactly. So yeah. they called 911, told them they were stranded. The rescuer crews from Goodwill Fire Company, Holloway Terrace Fire Company, Cranston Heights Fire Company, Longwood Fire Company, Port Ken Fire Company, Delaware City Fire Company, and Manic... 
Maniquas Fire Company responded to the alert. Hey, good job, first responders. That is a lot. All of them. That is a it lot. It took all these rescues crews about an hour to reach the group. They were taken by EMS to the Smith Bridge in Montachinan, Delaware. Montanan. Montanan, Delaware. Montachinan. Around 11 p.m. The tubers like were treated for hyperthermia. Oh, damn. These are cold. So, but the thing is, we've been doing this, I've been doing this my whole life. I was eight years old the first time I went tubing down the Brandywine, and I never got stranded. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess because they missed their point, maybe they were drinking and didn't pay attention. Well, you know what? Don't drink and tube then. If you can't handle the navigation of it, there are people, I guarantee, drunker than these kids that were out there. Because if you look at the picture, they look like kids. They, they really do. They, they look, they don't look like adults. At all. They look like young children, like like frat kids, like college kids. <laughs> that would be like my son. I feel like that would look, be Look, there, there is a child there. He's, yeah. He's got to be nine, ten. So they were all like pretty young and they just didn't have their their wherewithal to figure out right. what the hell they were doing. I bet you they were like, so they well, what, I bet you one of those drunk dads or big brothers or whatever was like, I wonder what will happen if we go past this point. <laughs> Like, that's how I feel like they got stranded. Let's like, find out. Like, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Don't say it, Jamie. It's oh, like, Jamie said it. I hate when people say that goddamn thing. You're like, shut the fuck up, Jim. <laughs> or whatever your fucking name is. God damn it, Karen. God damn it. <laughs> fucking say that shit. Win stupid games, or play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Go fuck yourself. But I'm sure that they all got warm, and they went home, and then, you know, the next day they went out and got a chicken Started sandwich. Started vaped. Get a kind of chicken sandwich for either Popeye or Chick-fil-A. So clearly we have to talk about that now because everybody's talking about that shit. Although the best meme I saw, I have to read it. It's it's so fucking funny. First of all, I can't eat that right now. I have belly problems and I can't fucking eat either. Jamie can't do anything. She can't have anything either. The two of us are a bunch of sad sacks. I mean, it's like unfucking believable, but, um. I'm allowed to have water and jello, not even red jello. Just sad hospital, <laughs> hospital grade lime green jello. <laughs> but I can have all the jello I want, so I can sit and eat a whole case. So if you don't know, so we have Chick Fil A here and a Popeyes here, and they're both chicken joints. Right, right. Everybody knows what Popeyes. Joints. Love okay. that chicken from Popeyes. And Chick Fil A yeah. is everywhere. Like we Chick Fil A makes me feel good about myself. We were the because it's holy chicken. <laughs> No, but not like it is only chicken. But they're so. I nice. personally don't eat a Chick Fil A because they're homophobic. Oh, I see. I don't care. But most of the gay people I know still eat a Chick Fil A. Yeah, they're, they're like, like they're already going. They're to like, like you know what? People, but I'm gonna eat your chicken. They're like they're awful people. But if you had those waffle fries, I know. Oh like, my I'm God. like, all right, you win. <laughs> so they have a chicken sandwich, and now Popeyes was like, all right, all right, Chick Fil A, I see you, boo. We're gonna make one too. And it is, like, taking everybody by storm, which is actually pretty sad given the state of affairs that's going on. We have, like, the Brazil rainforest is burning at a very big rate. You know what I mean? There's all these other crazy things going on. These but people the are, like... But the will come together for a chicken sandwich. <clears throat> and they are coming together for this goddamn sandwich, so... Well, there's three of them in contention, but you go ahead and read this. But this we'll is the meme that came one. up today, and I was pissing my goddamn pants, so... It's a picture of Chick-fil-A and a picture of Popeye's. Like, it's both of their, like, well, it's a picture of their sandwiches. It says, and this is one person's review, which turned into a meme. And it says, okay, let me break it down for the people who haven't had a chicken sandwich from either Chick-fil-A or Popeye's. Chick-fil-A sandwich tastes like it was cooked by a white woman named Sarah who grew up around black people. The flavor is definitely there. 
But Sarah cares about your cholesterol, so she's careful about the breading and the grease content. Popeye's sandwich tastes like it was cooked by an older black lady named Lucille that serves on the usher board and has 12 grandkids that call her Medea. Medea don't give a shit about your cholesterol because God's in control. <laughs> I hope this helps. <laughs> we have a Popeye's down the street. My kids love, right. love Chick-fil-A, and there's so, a Popeye's down the street. So Popeye's, Paco and Mikey went over on Thursday? Thursday. Okay. And or maybe, I think it might have been Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday they went over, and there's no chicken left at our Popeye's. What? Like, there's no, that, that spicy chicken that they use. Yeah. That breast that they use, uh, there's none left. What do you mean there's none left? That's what they said. They won't be able to get, you're not, you can't get a chicken sandwich. That chick, that particular chicken sandwich until Tuesday. Like they're that, all that's out. What they, that they're all out. They're sold out. So there's a that's the best indication of we don't make our own shit, right? And we can't get a new shipment in. So until do you really love that chicken from Popeyes? But you know we don't have a Chick Fil A here. Like I live a really far away from Chick Fil A. We, we don't have one. We have a one on forty. Yeah, but that's far from me. So there's you one said Chick Fil A, and my phone was like. <laughs> we have one on 40 and we want, had one right by the hospital yeah but that's still kind of a little bit of a hike for me to go all the way to the hospital right but that's where that we have them yeah but I'm thinking but, right, Popeye's is right down the street but we didn't have we didn't have a Chick-fil-A for a real long time like Chick-fil-A popped up mm-hmm. in Elkton and then you're like it's been in Elkton for like six years till we finally got one I know and you know what there ain't never a time when you're gonna go over to Chick-fil-A when that place is not hopping no, and then Every I time. have to give it to Chick-fil-A. They have this I'm little... I'm sorry about clearing my throat. If it, is, stuck in my throat. if it is still, like, if their line is too long, they have people out there with iPads. Yes, they do. They did the other night. We went on Friday night because I couldn't have pizza that he had ordered. And I was like, well, let's just get me Chick-fil-A because I can get, like, a fruit cup and I can get their naked nuggets or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever you call it, the grilled nuggets. Right. So I, I did that, and that's what I had for dinner. And I, I think I managed it well. You know, my stomach's a little upset yesterday, but I think it's because oh, I also by the got way, a small fry. Chick Fil A <laughs> naked nuggets are are bariatric approved. Are they? They are. So anyway, there's more than one chicken sandwich in contention. Like the two main ones are definitely Chick Fil A and Popeyes because they're basically the same. They have the white, the all white chicken breast with the pickle. I personally don't believe that pickle needs to be anywhere near chicken. I think that, that it's disgusting. When I get, I like chi- it with when I I get Chick-fil-A, if I tell them to take off the pickle. I do not like a pickle on a, on oh, a chicken pickles. sandwich. I don't like it. Mm. But KFC also has a... Oh, I do have a KFC episode girl, too. KFC has a heart attack on a bun. It is Cheetos. Oh, I did see that. And they're like... Cheetos <laughs> with the cheese sauce... <laughs> On a roll, on top of a chicken breast, in between a roll, and people are raving about it. So, that there's these three exactly. chicken sandwiches, but you know who never threw their hat into the ring? Who? McDonald's. Ah. And here's why, and I was watching Kev on stage, I love Kev on stage, he's a comedian on Facebook and I watch him all the time, but he did this bit on the McChicken. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. The McChicken, it might not be as fancy as, like, these other chicken sandwich. But the right. McChicken is a fucking dollar. And if you're hungry, <laughs> and you're broke, and you've got to get through till fucking payday. Right. The McChicken, the OG of chicken sandwiches, 
is there okay. for you. It got okay. you through. You were starving. You had enough money in your freaking car in your cup holder to buy at least one chicken sandwich. <laughs> That's why they don't have to throw the ring in the. They don't have to because you know what? Thank you, McDonald's, and your dollar McChicken. <laughs> like if you had, thank you for being there for us. If you had forty extra cents, you could get it with cheese. Like, <laughs> and I don't know. I'm not a fan of Popeye's chicken. Okay. I'm not. I, I'm a, when I get, we do fried chicken. This is how we do it in my house. I go to Royal Farms to get the chicken. I go to Popeye's for the biscuits. I go to KFC for the coleslaw <laughs> and the mashed potatoes. Girl, you need a second job. But I live right there where it's like, Luke. I know, but oh my God. I'm, actually, I'm just thinking about it. You're going to need more money, and I'm glad that you brought it up. Because again, here's another segue for you. <laughs> Philadelphia is home to nearly 1,000 sugar daddies, report says. Oh my this is the God. Mother, this is the mothership Sanaya home. Ju- Sanaya just moved there. She's going to be so excited to hear about this. And she listens now, girl. The home of the most sugar daddies. Yep, uh, Fox 29, again, I know, I always see the craziest shit on there, but Fox 29, Philadelphia. Oh, my God, and don't let me forget to talk about what happened to my goddamn parents and the craziest shit that happened over oh, there, Oh, yeah. OMG. Because I have, I have more Chick-fil-A craziness about violence now that you're going to talk about that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Chick-fil-A violence. Chick-fil-A violence. Well, okay, so they said, it was on Fox 29 five days ago, and they said that, and I'm trying to remember... It says, here are the top 10 neighborhoods from least to most sugar daddies. So, oh. listen up, ladies. Listen up. Sanaya, listen. Yeah, listen up. So, Roxborough, Washington Square. You see that I'm saying this nice and enunciated for you people. Belmont, Old City, Cedar Brook, Bella Vista, Fairmount. I kind of figured Fairmount. Yeah. <laughs> Kensington. Kensington? Ooh, Isn't that where everybody is? Stay, like, stay away from Kensington. Kensington's where all the, the heroin the is. Heroin addicts you are. Can, you can shout the fuck up. How is there a fucking... You know why? Because oh. all the rich guys can't find a nice girl that's not on the smack. Yeah, but why would you go over to Kensington? Like You wouldn't. Ew. You would make that motherfucker come to you. No, if, you're, if he's your sugar daddy and he needs your services, he will come to you. You Just be like, I'm too classy for Kensington. <laughs> I know. And then the other two were Point Breeze and Rittenhouse. And it was a report, but who the hell is the report? Oh, the estimate comes from Seeking Arrangements, a website a website designed to connect with wealthy individuals with like-minded companions. Like-minded, my fucking big fat toe. Like-minded? Are you kidding? Well, no, I guess so. I guess it is. So it, basically, it's basically, like, hey, basically, I want to take care of basically someone. Basically, we're talking about prostitution, prostitution. correct? Prostitution. Hmm, got one. <laughs> so... So, I have this article on my phone. Okay. And, hold on. Where is it? Um, <laughs> there was a prostitution ring broken up in Delaware. What? And I can't find the article. I. Well, while you're looking, I'm surprised that there's not a prostitution ring going on right down the road at that massage place, in air quotes. I, I'm you telling you, about? Yes. it looks like yes. It's like I told you every fuck. time we go out there, I'm like Danielle. Do you think they give happy endings? In They're there? like total happy ending place over there. So, so you can't find it. So I can't find it, but I know it's, it's the Jess. So they arrested two prostitutes and three Johns. Okay. Here's my opinion on prostitution, and it might not be popular with everybody. Oh, here I go. I say legalize it. Yeah, because I mean, who's business is it? It's nobody's business what women do with their own bodies. And if men are willing to pay them for sex, 
Fine. Make them fill out. What's that thing we have to fill out because we work? We're self-employed. What is that? A ten ninety nine? Yeah. Make them fill out 1099s. Make them pay taxes. Right. Tax that shit like they do our alcohol, our freaking cigarettes. cigarettes. Tax it. And our weed now. Make it a revenue. Make it a revenue. Make it a legitimate fucking job. I don't really understand why it's legal or illegal anyway. Right. If a girl wants to go out and suck some dick to get a little bit of money to pay for her crack habit... That's her prerogative, but these men that are going out there and paying these crack whores are only doing it because the crack whores are the ones that are out there. I'm sorry, crack people. <laughs> we don't want to assume your gender, but we, we still we believe don't that you're thoroughly into crack. We don't want to assume that, you know, you're a whore. <laughs> well, you are if you're out there gumming a dick. Because you know those bitches ain't got teeth. That's not nice. We're <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, coming from the girls, like, I'm going to judge you. If I see you in public, I'm fucking so judging So, anyway... So I feel like, we've talked about it, I think, in episode one, how I would run a fucking amazing brothel. (laughs) It is the oldest. Would you get benefits? I would get benefits. Would they have health benefits? Would they have time off? They would. They would have sick leave, maternity leave. Like, I would treat my girls good. And they'd have to have health insurance because they have to get checked. Yeah, I know. They would, yeah. I mean, because so, you can't be having somebody just handing out shit. I feel like if they would just legalize it, the money, I think that it would regulate it. I think it would regulate it, and these men that are paying these not-so-nice girls would pay a higher price for a higher-quality girl. Right. Because, and I, I don't mean, like, be, like, don't worry, crack whores, you're still gonna be able to gum them dicks in the alley. That's right. Fine. I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be like $150 an hour, you know, that's what I need from you to, you know, I think that they should regulate it, they should keep it reasonably priced for reasonable people to come in and get their hump on. And I don't think it should be anybody's business. And I think that you know, you can keep your clientele private and just like that. And I think that we could make a freaking killing. It would probably cut down on crime. Uh, <laughs> probably. Yeah. We well, you know it's weird. I'm Imagine how many women it. are in the in the penal system right now for prostitution. Well, wait. There was actually a book that I read, and I was, like, really into it. I'm trying to see. I know it's on my Kindle somewhere. I hope it didn't move off. No, it didn't. Okay. So, I'm glad that you brought it up. So, there was a book that I read, like, a million years ago. I actually didn't even finish it, but it's called Hooked. And it's a true story. Shit balls. I'm just fucking lost thing. Come on, Kendall. Get your shit together. Oh, my God. All right. It's called Hooked by Samantha somebody. All right. Here it is. I just want to look at the cover. God damn it. It won't let me do the cover. So, it's the salacious, the salacious secrets of Samantha X, Sydney's top high class call girl. And it was actually like a true story. And it's this woman who was like, look, you know, I ended up getting divorced. I had a kid. And they worked around my hours, and I did what I did. And I guess over there, they actually have, like, places you can go. It's legal there. Right. So she would go to the brothel, and she worked at a brothel, and that's how she made her money. And it's it's not what you think. It was very interesting, like, her reasonings for doing it and the way she saw her clients and all that kind of stuff. It was fascinating. Now, I got the book because I thought I was going to dog ear and have something to, like, touch myself to. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, this is going to be great because I'm into all that shit. Like, right. give me a book that I can jack off to. I love it. But, so that wasn't this book at all, but it was actually really, really good. 
I mean, at least I got through like 48% or 45% of it and then something happened because I can't ever fucking read a book anymore. But it's, it was pretty interesting. Like, read. Like, I do. I think that they should definitely legalize prostitution. I don't think it's anybody's business what any woman does with a body. Oh, I think course. that it should be in contained environments, though, not out of your home. Right. Because you don't stay, like Karen and, and Georgia say all the time, stay sexy, don't get murdered. Don't get murdered. Don't yeah, bring them to your house. Right. Have a house of prostitution like they did back in the day. Like Cat House on HBO. Right. That shit was hot. I used to right. love watching that. So do that. Have these people come in, do their thing, and then these other people can go out and live their life. Make sure your security is tight. Make sure there's somebody outside that door while the right. happening's inside. That if something goes on, they can get into that door and right. and stop it. Of course, it's I I feel like it's not an undoable it's not a not doable thing, and we need to get our shit together. America is so worried about stupid shit like weed and prostitution. Meanwhile, we have a heroin epidemic out there, oh, no. and we have the world is falling apart. Quit filling our prisons up with stupid petty shit. Stupid shit. I know. It's like it's fucking stupid. Well, that's, like, where you go and you think, like, I just want to go off and make my own little thing. Like, we've all talked about it. Like, if I could have my own little city, I would take certain people with me and we would live like this because clearly we know it all. All oh, right, right. That would totally be, like, a little commune. It would, but, you know, actually there is one. It's called Love Valley. Uh, <laughs> is it a sex commune? No, it really isn't. That's what's so sad. But it's, like, it was, like, an article that did it's called Only in Your State. And they did it in July of last year. And it was, um, it said most of the roads, well, there's a good reason most of the roads in Love Valley, North Carolina, are called trails. Because instead of roads or lanes or even streets, they've got trails, dirt roads. It's because this tiny town in the brushy mountains of North Carolina do not allow cars. It was founded in 1954 by one man who merged two dreams when he put the town together. He wanted to live in a Christian community and he wanted to be a cowboy. His name was Andy Barker, and he left a good job in Charlotte to move to the mountains to realize his dream. Oh, And it's kind of neat. Like, I mean, I won't good go for through you, all Andy these, Barker. But it's, it's like, old-timey stuff. Like, you got to have horses. And, like, people go out there, and it's, like, a whole tourist thing. And oh, I bet. I bet Andy Barker turned his little dream into a freaking mint. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so neat. And, but the town still, he passed away in 2011. Town remains car free. The 2016 census estimated the population of Love Valley was 104 residents. So, That's I mean, it. how kind of cool is that? So, like, you can drive your car up to it, but you got to leave it outside of, like, their, you know, gates or whatever. And if you want to get around, you get around on a horse. So, you go in there, you rent a little place, you walk around on a little horse, and that's it. And I kind of imagine, like, this is that guy who was like, you know what? I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm sick of this fucking world. I'm taking me and a couple friends, and we're going to go make our own shit. And that's what Love Valley is. So, this guy actually did it. So, good for you, Andy Barker up there. So, Andy Barker has made it to the pearly gates. I'm pretty sure he did because he's Christian. I mean, very clearly. You know who else is Christian? (laughs) We just talked about it. Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. Are we going back Back down to Chick-fil-A? So, a Newark woman. Oh, shit. This is from uh, Delaware Online. Okay. W-D-E-L. Oh, wait. When did they post that? Is this recent? This is recent. Okay. A Newark woman is out on bail facing a felony assault charge for allegedly attacking and injuring a pregnant woman at a fast food drive-thru in Bear. The Chick-fil-A. Jada Blake was apparently angry that another car tried to pull up in front of hers in the drive-thru lane at Chick-fil-A on Quintillo Drive Saturday afternoon. That's the one in Bear. That was the one I just went to. Yeah, that's the one in Bear. This happened yesterday. 
Oh my god, I was just there for So she pulled her she pulled her own car forward, blocking the other driver. Um and the Delaware State she blocked her in. Delaware State Police said after Blake walked to the car to the other car and hit its driver in the head and face, <gasps> the other driver got out of her car. Blake kicked the woman in the stomach before walking away. The woman was pregnant. No. Mm-hmm. Well, why did the dumbass get out of her car? She got out of her car because this woman was going around attacking people. She, I think she was trying to get away. Is that what she? Okay, I but I'm not say. sure. Otherwise, it's kind of stupid. Um, Blake kicked the woman in the stomach before walking back to her car and waiting for her order, as though nothing had happened. <laughs> when troopers got there and arrested Blake and charged her with several offenses in addition to assault. The victim was taken to the hospital for an evaluation to, and to be treated for non-life-threatening injuries. So this I was bitch, so expecting you to say she kicked her in the pussy. I was so hoping you were going to say that. But no. <laughs> no, and and that's the thing. Like, this... You don't do that in Chick-fil-A. Like, God watches over Chick-fil-A. I mean, Sky Daddy? <laughs> Sky Daddy is like, that ain't it, bitch. <laughs> You're not coming up here to these pearly gates, and if you do, we're directing you over there to that elevator down where everybody gets chub rub. Right. <laughs> Frizzy hair and chub rub. Yeah. That's where you're rub. going. Who yeah. the fuck loses their shit so much that they attack somebody in a drive-thru? Like, I, too, have been really irritated, like, at the drive-thru in McDonald's where they murdered. Oh, yeah. And somebody, like, speeds through. It's like, bitch, you know damn well it was not your turn. It was my turn. Right, and then they get up there and they have to wait for their food because they're the ones that messed up anyway. So that two seconds. So I I get mad about that too, but you will never catch me physically assaulting anybody. I don't understand how adults don't know how to act right. Have don't no know how, like who fights as as a as a forty something year old person who fights as a thirty something year old person. I'm old. I'm not trying to fight you. I will either. hurt myself. If me and you get into a, fist, a physical altercation. A fisticuffs. Some fisticuffs. Chances <laughs> are it's going to take me like five days to, to recover if I don't have permanent injuries because I fell down <laughs> the wrong way. Like, I don't have it in me. Paco's so funny. He's like, baby, he was like, we don't fight people. We get restraining orders. We're grown. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think... Remember, I think in what was it, episode two, we talked about my really bad hormonal well, issues. Well, you have range issues. I, I only only during that time, like I was literally going to kill some dude. Like I'm not kidding. Like I was sitting like at a light trying to get home, and this guy was coming the other way and decided to hop the median and turn around right where I was. There was no room for him, and we're talking about rush hour traffic. So here comes this fucking moron. And he, like, pulls, and he's coming toward me. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he backs up, and he chomps over it again or whatever. And I'm like, you're a fucking psycho. What are you doing? Or whatever. I mean, because he literally was, like, three inches from my car doing this stuff. Like, in the middle. And he's holding everybody up at this point, coming the other way. And I'm like, you know, because I guess, you know, you're the only fucking person who wants to get the fuck home, right? Is that how it's going? Is that what we're doing today? And as the light changes, he's in the, now in the turn lane. He wants to go left, and I'm going straight. And as I'm driving up, he kind of swerves over like he's going to fucking hit me. And that was all it took. I was like, man, I'm going to kill you. Like, and I meant it. Like, I was going to fucking destroy this person. I probably would have got out of the car and he would have grabbed my hands and just threw me to the ground. Like, <laughs> that's probably what happened. But I was so angry and so violent that I would have physically attacked him, blacked out, attacked him. Well, maybe him. she has pre 
rage too, but I just, I don't get raged at like that. I don't. I'm so glad that you do and not. And I'm so terrible because right now I just cry over everything. Oh, like, no. like I'm such a bitch right now. Well, I guess. But I will. Means. Like I'll hurt you with my words. Like, yeah. like I'll say some shit to you that I'm you'll be very like disappointed in you. You'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. That's Kira. We're Kira, very Kira will be very disappointed in you. Yeah. I will be like, look, you stank ass motherfucking hoe ass bitch. <laughs> like I will, I will physically like I will take your deepest darkest secret and rub it in your face. Like, when? Like, that's how... That is not who you are, I am ever. so petty. I am a yeah, petty, Yeah, maybe one a moment, but I've never seen you do that ever in I, your I haven't life. had the chance to. I've never been so raged out that I had to do it, but I think that's how I would attack. That, so you think that's what you would do. That's how I would attack. I would attack you with words, and I would throw your secrets out there. Like, like my sister Carrie will throw you under the bus. I will throw a bitch under the bus in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then back that bus up. Ba-boom, ba-boom. Yeah. But but I I feel like it takes a lot to get me to the point where I'm like that anyway. Oh God, nobody takes me. me. Nobody takes me there. Oh God! Oh, I go there. I had a girl when I worked my last job um, before two 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 times two jobs before this one. <laughs> I work a lot. You're like let me count all the jobs. Let me count the ways. When I worked at the lab, and a girl took me there, and I oh, called I called her a fucking, smelly girl. I called her a fucking cunt. And, uh-huh. and I got in trouble, and it was a whole thing, but I didn't get fired because nobody at work liked her either. <laughs> I know. I remember. I'd be like, what did she do today? So, like, I called her that, and then I apologized for it because it's not who I am. I'm sorry I did that. I, I don't want to be that person. Like, yeah. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the I person that, that everybody wants to be around. Sally's probably here. Pick me up to go to dark. Oh, oh my God. Well, it's only 524. She'll wait. She'll wait. Okay. Uh, well, let me talk to you real quick. Let me just tell you what happened with my parents real quick. And then oh, God. This is, so up, this is so crazy. fucking crazy. All right. So, my parents get up in the morning and they go to leave. And I guess apparently they leave at the same time. Who knew? But my mom's like pulling off and my dad's like, wait, wait. And my mom's like, what? Like, Jesus Christ. God damn it. I'm trying to go to fucking work. I'm trying to go to work. <laughs> Here. And I like, love your mom. It, yeah, they leave at like 6 30 in the morning. So I, I get it honest. I completely get it honest. <laughs> I can't, I? you know. So my mom's like, and he's like, somebody shot my car. I was like, what? And he, she's like, somebody shot my fucking car. So she gets out of the car and goes to look, and sure enough, there's a bullet hole through the driver's side door, shattered that window, straight, straight across, shattered the other window, and then the bullet's somewhere in like the yard or whatever. So they are like, well, we need to call 911. So they call 911. Call like, the police. Well, we'll have someone come out and uh, be there. And, like, <laughs> the way my mom made it sound was, we hung up the phone or we pressed off. And next thing you know, the state trooper pulls up across the street over at, you know, the neighbor's house. And I won't mention who that is for now, but. Because um, it's an ongoing investigation. Because it's an ongoing investigation. But I don't really want to, like, give away where my parents live either. But, um, so anyway, so they. And they, like, motion to the guy, like, hey, you know, by the way, you know, blah, blah, blah is happening. At this point, they've already called my brother, too. My brother's on his way because he's a police officer. And the state police guy is like, and I guess he was knocking on the door at first and nobody was coming to the door. So my parents sort of were like, well, hey, are you coming over here next or what? Well, not realizing, like, he's there to serve a warrant or something. I don't know what's going on. And they won't come out. Well, then finally the guy who owns comes out. And by now, like, a couple of his buddies have pulled up at this point because nobody's coming out. And obviously, my parents are like, there's gunshots over here. We, you know, whatever. And then the front yard over there, they have bullet casings in their front yard. 
So they know something what the hell down, and it came from that house. So he's calling for backup, and now there's all these state cops coming, you know, and they're all there. So the owner finally comes out, they take him out. And then um, a girl comes out, and they get rid of her. A guy tries to jump out the back window, and they catch him. Well, then there's like three more fucking people in the house, and they will not come out. Just will not come out. So they finally end up having to call SWAT. My parents can't leave, can't go to work, can't do anything. And my parents, like, God love them. They're the nosiest fucking people in the world. There ain't motherfucking shit going on up and down that motherfucking street. They, they probably love the fact that they could leave to go to work. Oh, they my God. Like, they're watching like, this. yeah, I don't have to be at work. Plus, I get to be home watching this shit fall. Well, I mean, who would be? I'm just like them. I get it honest. I'm like, what's going on? I hit, like, flick the blinds open all the time. I'm like, did I hear a sound? What's going on out there? You know what I mean? Or whatever. Mrs. So. Russo, go big popcorn. <laughs> I know. Like, it's so funny. So, anyway. So they're like watching all this shit go down and fun, come to find out SWAT had to come out. So SWAT comes out and they're surrounding the whole house and they're still not coming out. So they're like, this is the Delaware State Police. If you do not come out, we will come in and get you. This is your last warning. And my mom's like, go get him. Go get him. Get in there. I can get see him. your mommy and yeah, dad out there in the camp chairs. <laughs> I know, right? With their like Irish whisk or their Irish coffees at this point. You know, like, right. okay, we're all, why not? And bye. It's we're just gonna get a little drunk while we're watching this shit go down across the street. And they're not even in a development, they're like in a non development. They live off, like, you know, a road, they have a little bit of property, you know what I mean? And they're like, well, we kind of thought they were maybe like selling pot out of there or something. Um, and I'm like, God bless you. You're just the sweetest. <laughs> Sky Daddy loves you so much. So Sky Daddy does love the Russo. They do, because you know, my parents are the best. I'm so they stuck are. up their ass, all those poor people. <laughs> they're like, we can't even get rid of our tribe. So, anyway, so they get a battering ram and they batter ram the fucking door down. And they go in, they're like, whoa, whoa. Go, go, go. Like, all these people are... Fl- it's a ranch. It's probably, like, 900 square feet. And they flood that motherfucker, and they bring out three more, three more people. And the person they were trying to find wasn't even there. The original person they were there trying to serve the warrant for was not even there. So oh, there's, like, 7,000 people living in this little tiny house. Well, it ended up making the papers. It, it's on the interwebs, and it says... On Wednesday, Delaware State Police responded to a report of shots fired in, in the Bear area where a vehicle sustained damage from my parents' car. On Friday, they announced the arrest of the man they believe fired the gun. So they kind of go into it and they talk about it. And he wasn't even there. But then, so his name's something Bonaparte. Uh, something Bonaparte. Antoine Bonaparte. Bonaparte. Yeah. Like, like Napoleon. Yeah. So they ended up, I guess he actually ended up turning himself in on Thursday and he was charged with four counts of first-degree reckless endangering, possession of a firearm during a commission of a felony, possession of a firearm by a person prohibited, possession with intent to deliver a controlled substance, Tier 2, possession of a controlled substance, Tier 3, possessions of a cold, whatever. It keeps going on and on and on. And then they released him. Yep. I don't know what's Isn't that fucking Thank you, Delaware. No, 22500 cash bond. He posted a cash bond. Of $22,000? Yes, well, they found heroin. And Who's like, thick is he? He must be sucking one of them dicks in Kensington. <laughs> oh, well, you know what they found? I know. <laughs> He's the sugar daddy. That's the kind of sugar daddy that's in Kensington, people. Listen to this. So they searched his bedroom, and they found 18 grams of cocaine packaged for sale and something grams of heroin packaged yeah, in 16 little- individual bags. It's a bundle, I think. I'm like, this is like the most excitement my parents had have had in forever. And now they're probably like, well, is he going to come back? Like, what's that? He shot up her fucking car. Who's going to fix her uh, fucking car? And she's like, you're not going to see your mom. Like, that lady who on the Geico commercial was like, well, the squirrels are back again. And your dad, <laughs> your dad says it's personal. Your mom's like, oh. 
the drug dealer across the street's back again. And then it's, they be talking to my brother at this point. My brother's the, the cop, like, beating up everybody. And my brother's like, okay. Well, it's funny, because anytime I have to call about anything suspicious, I'm like, Jamichael, there's, like, a car out front. <laughs> He's so done with all of you. He's so he done. He's like, though. these guys. Well, because the house, and before I moved here, the house next door, it, the, the little, the man died. Oh. And it was so fucked up because he died and nobody knew he was dead for like a week. Oh, God. So finally his work was like, hey, can we get like, you know, the cops to come a out? A wellness check. Yeah, do a wellness check. So they come out and do a wellness check and nobody answers the door. He comes over to my door and I'm like, hey, how you doing, right? Because he was like really fucking hot. This is before Roger Feldstein or whatever. But then he like saw my little pity and he like kind of touched his gun a little bit. And I'm like, it's okay. She's a lover, not a fighter or whatever kind of thing. And then he asked me about the guy, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, he never talked to anybody. He never, and I don't really talk to nobody either. I don't fuck talk to nobody. I want to be left the fuck alone. That's why I'm going to die in my house and be dead for a week, too, because I'm like you're not, an asshole. You're not going but, to be dead for a week because Jonathan is still going to live with you when he's 30. I don't you so He probably will because I'm like, don't leave, mommy. But anyway, so they ended up going in and found him. He's like all dead, decomposing and everything else, and they come and get him. And my fucking Steve, my, my boss, because my, I have two bosses. He's like, you should give like the family our card in case they need to oh do like the God. state appraisal. And he did it as a joke because I was like, couldn't believe this is going on. So anyway, it sat vacant and these weird cars kept coming. And they were like taking pictures of the house. And then come to find out they were breaking in the house and stealing from it. Oh my God. So yeah. So after that, I was like, well, I didn't know. Because at the time, like, you don't, they do it at certain times. And then again, cops came and they're like, did you know that this house is being broken into? Well, I'm like, no, I didn't know. So then I kept, like, flinging those blinds open looking. And I'm like, Michael, can you run a plate? Run a plate on this car. And he's like, I can't just run a plate because you want to be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not CSI, like, you know, Delaware. Like, I was like, you've watched way too much CSI. I did. I'm like, like, you know, Michael. I'm like, this guy's over here being shady as fuck. And he's like, well, I'll come over and look. And I'm like, so he did come over and look, but he was like, I'm not running that plate. So anyway, so that was like, you know, that was the Thank big you, thing Thank you, John Michael, for, for not dismissing her her crazies not completely anyway but no. being firm enough with your badge to be like bitch i'm not doing that <laughs> he did because like can you run this plate like he's like for what and i'm like scares it's just spirits in the neighborhood and he's like wow did you fucking get a light no the answer is no i will not sir just run this plate <laughs> anyway so everybody Next. please do send us if you can send us an email at straight from the net at gmail.com and wish Jamie a speedy recovery because I'm sure she would be I will be back next Sunday about 20 pounds lighter. Fucking bitch. Anyway, but I can't wait to see how things are going to go for you. I'm really, really excited. I know it's only a couple days from now and don't try to kill anyone. You said you don't have rage, but you've been a little ragey not eating. What's going to happen when you go to clears? Fucking hungry, bitches. Damn, we got to talk about next time, though, how you start trouble in your bariatric group. Because that's funny as shit. Because <laughs> she's all grumpy starting trouble. So she's got to talk about that the next one. I'll have to write it down. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And bye. Okay, bye.